Hi everyone. Jake and I are so grateful for all of your support. We want to remind all of our listeners to always dive within the limits of your training and experience and always follow the advice of your instructors and dive masters. This podcast is not intended as a substitute for formal dive instruction. We are so thrilled to have this space to share our stories and experiences and thankful we get to share them with all of you. Stay safe out there and always have fun. All right, welcome to Dive 9. Wow, it's crazy we've done 9. It's amazing. Welcome to Free Descent. I'm Jake. I'm Miles. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are in person recording at least some of this episode. Finally. Some of it it had to be done online for timing and geographical reasons. Jake and I haven't hung out or even seen each other in weeks. It's been a long time because I was traveling for work and you were traveling, which meant that you were out of the water for a while. But I got to teach at least some, I got to teach a couple classes. We Mm -hmm. talked about a couple of them on our last episode. Mm -hmm. And um, I did another one this past weekend with some more veterans. and, And as always, that was an awesome experience. I just joined them for the ocean, so I didn't get to see them learn all the skills. But they were actually at the Lifewaters event. We did record with one of them, David. Oh, nice. David David was in that class, so that was a lot of fun to see him again. And uh, we now have seven more certified veterans, uh, which which we're all very excited about. So it was a lot of fun to do that. Um, In other big news, um, it is Women's Dive Day this weekend. Woo! Finally! And we're very excited about that. We've got a great show for you guys. Uh, We've got Scuba Cindy. We've got a couple of our friends coming on. Uh, They're going to talk about women in diving, what it means to them to be women in the dive industry. Uh, But before we get into that, Miles, I have a surprise for you. What? Check your email. Okay. Check your email. All right. This is bad radio, but earlier today, Miles, you became an associate member of the Women's Dive Hall of Fame. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I can't believe you did that. You've been what? you've been an awesome co-host and it's Women's Dive Day. It's our Women's Dive Day episode. I wanted to sort of honor some of the work that you've been doing and I wanted to support the work that Women's Diver oh Hall gosh. of Fame does. So uh yeah, in your in your inbox somewhere is an email from the Women's Women Divers Hall of Fame, I think is how Oh it's my gosh, called, yeah. Uh that makes you an associate member of the hall so oh congratulations what does that mean what can i do now um so they hold a bunch of events there's research there's talks there's there's all sorts of kind of resources for women in diving it's also a place to honor uh influential women in diving wow thank you um, so much jake that's course. so nice of course of course what so, a great co-host oh my very gosh. welcome so hopefully um so i met the the women uh the, i met the women who run the hall of fame at uh, scuba show up in Long Beach. Hopefully we'll get to see them at DEMA. Maybe we'll get a little, quick little interview with them. Um, and we can we can tell you guys more about what they do. Definitely check them out on your own. Uh, Women, Women Divers Hall of Fame, right? Yep. Women Divers Hall of Fame. Um, so, well, thank you so much. This just made welcome. my whole week. And you're on that welcome. note, yeah, I'm so excited for Women's Dive Day. I'm excited for everyone to hear these interviews that we've been conducting throughout yeah. the week. 
and I'm excited to get in the water on Women's Dive Day. I, oh, that's right. I'm teaching a class, which is my first class I've taught in like a month, which is awesome. I had these divers last year, almost a year ago, and it's a family of four. Repeat and offenders, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were so awesome in a regular class that I was teaching I last that. fall. And we, we just had a really good time. It, and they have like two young kids and then the parents and it, they're all just like really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I love so it. I love that. I'm just glad they came back and they wanted to do a private session with me for their advance. That's great. And so that's what we're actually going to start that this evening. And then I'll be in the water with them on Women's Dive Day. And so, yeah, I'll get that's to hang great. out with the mom who is a great diver and honestly a friend to me. And so I think it'll be a really fun Women's Dive Day. That's awesome when you get to teach students a second time and you get to see maybe how they've improved or talk about some of the dives they've done since the last time you saw them. Mm -hmm. And it's even better when they become friends. I actually, one of my students just hit me up, got back from Europe uh, after graduating college and wants to go diving. And I was like, yes, absolutely, I will go diving with you. Um, so it's always cool when they become not only just you know repeat students, which we love, um, but, uh, but also friends. I think they've been to Hawaii and Mexico since nice. the last talk, time. You got a lot to talk about with them. I know, and I'm kind of surprised that they decided to come back and do their advance in San Diego because last time they were cold. Like, you know, mm -hmm. we had a good time, but after they had been to Hawaii and Mexico, I figured maybe they would go the route of wanting to go to warmer waters to learn, but they liked the class so much with me that they want to do their advanced here. So I do take a little bit of pride in that. But well, says a lot about you <laughs> just as an instructor. Toot my, own, toot my own horn there a little bit. But yeah, I'm really excited to see them again. So it should be a really good day. And yeah, I'm just excited to celebrate women in diving and see any other women and friends out there this weekend. I'm hoping to get out for Women's Dive Day as well. I'll be there. I don't, I'm hoping to go diving. Um, I'm going to try and, uh, try and get some, some friends. I'll see what I can do. I don't have any pink gear. But I'll see what I can do. Maybe throw on like a t-shirt over. over I don't, let me see. I don't know if I have a pink t-shirt that fits over my dry suit. Mm. Um, so I'll think of something. You have I'll time. think of something. You have time to find one. But I'm also <laughs> reclaiming pink as a man's color anyway. So mm. I don't. I mean, maybe is it is it more or less? You know, feminist. Men have to... a lot of things already, and so I feel so like I maybe can't, you I should can't, like leave it alone. I can't normalize pink. I think you should leave it alone. There's not a lot of things that women right, can fine. claim. All right, so then I should. So then it's fine. I won't wear any. I, it's easy then. I won't wear any pink. I will wear my normal black gear, um, and uh, and support us women. I will support in our all fins. the women in your Barbie fins and your your pink uh, BCDs and Wonderful. all that. Um, Perfect. So yeah. So with that, let's uh, let's head into the interviews. Miles Miles put together some great interviews for Women's Dive Day, and uh, we hope you enjoy. All right, and I'm really excited that we're going to go ahead and welcome on Cindy from Scuba Women. Thank you so much for coming on, Cindy. How's it going? It's going great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so just to get into it, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into diving. Um, I started diving about 20 years ago and um, over a huge fear of sharks. I was at this point where I wanted to get over fears in my life. So I started skydiving and I started scuba diving and, um, and just never stopped. 
so now uh, I, I teach full time. I am a Nawi Patty and HSA instructor. Um, and I live on Catalina uh, part time and on Cozumel part time. Oh, very cool. That's awesome. So with instructing, do you see a lot of other women instructors doing the same thing as you? We're seeing more. 20 years ago, I was like the one of the only female instructors on the island, uh, me and one other female. And now we're seeing a lot of women in the industry, which is really breathtaking. That's awesome. And what would you say is the biggest shift in that? What what do you see in the industry that has encouraged women that, yeah, like this is for everybody? Um, I've definitely seen a shift in um, the gear. Uh, gear is becoming more women friendly. Um, so sizing, uh, styles, and, and now they're becoming color inclusive. And, and I think women are finally being heard. Um, it was a small percentage of females when I started. And now I think we're up somewhere around 40%. So we're a huge piece of the market. Yeah, I know, like, when I'm teaching classes, and a woman has gear that just is not fitting right, or anybody has gear that's just not fitting right, it makes them even more uncomfortable. And so why would you want to come back to something that you're uncomfortable in? Oh, indeed. And and you can't even achieve good buoyancy if, you're, if your gear doesn't fit properly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I've had women come and the wetsuits are too long. They're wearing a seven mil boot. They're wearing a gofin and their feet start flipping up in the air and just putting them in the correct gear that fits them, you know, makes a huge difference. Yeah, I, I think like the floaty feet is a huge thing. And just like helping women get accustomed to that and maybe even doing ankle weights for a little while before you know, before they really get the hang of it. I think that's a huge thing that not everybody thinks about. Well, usually if you correct the gear, I can find that I can take the ankle weights off um, and they never need them. Just uh, sometimes it's just simply pulling the wetsuit up all the way or mm -hmm. having a wetsuit that doesn't go down all the way around their feet, you know? Yep. Um, so, so sizing for women. Uh, yep. we, we have a lot of women that are five one and they're getting put in a wetsuit that's made for somebody that's five six. And then you have all this draping neoprene and that's what's causing and it issues. Billows. Yeah. And it billows at the legs. I've seen women like that. And then they get really cold too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It doesn't fit right. And so it's not clinging like it should. Indeed. Indeed. Cool. Yeah. So moving forward a little bit, what would you say encourages you the most to continue in the dive industry even though most of the time it's male dominated and that, you know, we're seeing a shift in women, but it is classically male dominated. Um, I mean, I grew up in male dominated sports. Uh, I grew up racing motocross and BMX. So I've always felt pretty at home. And then I was skydiving for about 14 years um, and, and did that pretty seriously. Uh, so um, I'm really comfortable in that space. Um, and I love to teach. And what would you say when you're teaching, what is one of the biggest challenges you have had to overcome as a female instructor and even, you know, as a young female instructor, teaching people that are maybe a lot different than you? 
Uh, I, I think some of it came culturally. So working in other countries. Um, so working in Southeast Asia, um, where women are not always on equal ground. Um, so I think part of that was just um, um, not bulldozing my way in, um, but just establishing myself as a pro uh, that was there to work with other people and and making sure that I knew what I was talking about and, and trying to always learn something new um, and at the same time respecting the cultures. 100%. I totally understand that. I know that Jake and I, we had a conversation a couple podcasts ago, and he said that in one of his classes, he was having trouble being the authority figure. Mm. And I had told him, I was like, you know, sometimes people need you to be the authority. And sometimes they need you to be their friend. And sometimes they need you to be, you know, like a cousin or a best friend or a big brother. And so whatever that person needs you to be, to be the best teacher that you can be, just go into that role. And that's what I have found has been a big thing, being a woman in the scuba industry. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And and now that I'm a little bit older, too, I kind of get that mom figure going, you know, the scuba mom thing. Um, I, I get like the big sister or like yeah. the daughter. <laughs> yeah, or the mentor. You yeah. know, mentor is a great one to be, you know, yeah. because I when I bring on a new student, I just don't want to see that student through open water. I want them to go on and, and do their advanced and do their rescue and to keep diving. You know, oh. even if they're not taking a course, just come out and dive and have fun. Definitely. So Jake brought up a good question. Um, what got you into the organization you're in now, Scuba Women? Uh, I started Scuba Women about four years ago um, because I wasn't really seeing what I wanted to see online. There was a couple other women's uh, groups, and um, I found that if I had a time-sensitive question, it just kind of sat there for, for a couple days, and I wasn't getting those answers. Um, also, some misinformation being put out there, safety stuff, really. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted to start something where people were getting good information where we could gently call them on something and say, hey, you know, maybe don't do that. That's a bad idea, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And so uh, I started the page with uh, an Australian lady named Natalie Chester uh, and another one of my divers named Pat Rhodes from Idaho. Um, and uh, since then, it's just blossomed. And where can we find your page at? We're on Facebook. So okay. Scuba Women on Facebook. I, already, oh. <laughs> I think I do. Yeah, I think I already follow you guys. Like it was something <laughs> that I did when, you know, you become a diver and you're like, okay, where do I find community now? And that's what we're trying to build is community. Uh, so people can meet each other, find other divers in, in their vicinity so they can make some dive buddies. Uh, like I said, get some good education, some good information. Um, some people are looking for new gear and they don't know what to get. Um, or they've had issues with gear or they've had issues with like floaty feet or, um, you know, they've gone on dive boats and they felt like they weren't being heard as far as their waiting or, or what they needed in the water. 
Um, and so this is a good place for them to go and, and get some direction. That's awesome. I think that that's so necessary because sometimes you have an instructor that you just feel like they're great, but they don't get your specific needs. And maybe you can't ask them like, hey, what do I do with my hair if they're bald? <laughs> there's and, that so yeah. we get a lot of the hair questions like I look like Medusa not like the little mermaid um yep. what do I do with this uh we get some stuff that they just don't want to bring up to a male instructor you know if I'm on my period what do I do you know That's um a huge one it's huge and you wouldn't ever want to ask a man that. no <laughs> And because we're global, we have women from all over and some of the cultures like really don't let them speak to that. Mm. Uh, you know, so we, we have women from all over the place or they're young and they don't know who to go to. You know, they don't definitely a 14 year old girl does not want to go to her, you know, 30 year old male instructor and go, hi, <laughs> you know, what do I do with this? Or even like if dad is her dive buddy. Dad's not going to know either. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, so, I mean, we get very female driven questions anywhere from what do I do if I'm on my period? Will a shark eat me? Um, you know, to cosmetic surgery stuff to my hair. And, and then, like I said, you know, some of the more serious questions we have everywhere from I'm really interested in trying diving to technical divers, cave divers, cave instructors, um, technical instructors. So we have the full gamut. It's, it's very cool. On the topic of tech diving, do you think that you're seeing more women in tech as well? Absolutely. There's a huge growth in technical diving. Um, I cave dive personally. So I, uh, I'm full cave. I stage, I DPV. And going down to Mexico to do my cave diving stuff, I've seen so many strong females down in Mexico um, and it's just amazing. And they're teaching rebreathers and they're teaching full cave programs. Um, one of our moderators, she's a tech instructor. Uh, she just got her Patty course director rating as well. Um, so we're seeing a lot of these women now and they're up and coming in, in a part of the industry where they just weren't there at all. I think that's awesome. Tech diving is something I'm definitely interested in specifically for the caves in Mexico. Like the cenotes was one of my favorite dives I've ever done. So that's I, how I, got in, I fell in love with them. And <laughs> Well, what would you, what would be the biggest thing that you would like to say to young women and young divers in general that want to keep going and pursue a career in diving? Um, I think take your time is one of the biggest things. There's no rush. Um, I, I, I see a lot of these new young instructors and they're rushing through classes. Um, and um, you can't teach what you don't know. Experience counts for a lot. Uh, so take your time with it. There's no rush. The water's not going anywhere. Um, learn everything that you can. Read everything. Um, go on the Dan page and scour the medical stuff, you know, um, and take a new class and keep yourself fresh every year. You know, you, you have to know a little bit more than your students. Um, so just keep plowing away and, and, and just, uh, ease into it. 
Well, thank you so much. I, I love that advice. I, I needed that advice. That's great. <laughs> Jake, do you have anything else? Uh, you know, I, Miles, I, I think you did a really good job of, of sort of covering it all with Cindy. I mean, this has been an awesome, awesome interview to sort of sit back and listen to. Um, you know, for me as, as someone who wants to support as many, you know, young divers, women, men, everybody as I can getting into diving. I think the one thing that stuck with me the most that Cindy said is slow down. Uh, I've been an instructor for looking at the calendar six months. <laughs> I was a dive master for several years before that. And, you know, getting into my first class and, and, you know, the more classes I do, the more I realize that it's not a race. It's not get them in, out, and through. It's make sure they learn. Exactly. Uh, as a new instructor, I was teaching these huge classes, you know, eight, ten divers with a dive master. And and the bottom line is, you know, you run these people through in two weekends, and they're going to come out okay-ish, you know, but they're not going to be great divers. You know, now I've slowed it way down. I do private instruction only, one or two people you know, three to four days minimally. And I produce really good divers now. Um, and, uh, you know, we talk about it and, and there's no promise in three days that they're going to finish. Like if you need another day, it's okay to take another day. If you're struggling with a skill, it's not a big deal. There's no competition. You know, it's about being a safe, sane diver and, uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And even, and even thinking about the way you talk, the way you communicate with your divers. To, you know, slow, literally slow your voice down and slow your movements down. And, and, and I think that you get better results. Um, um, I think you're absolutely right, especially with the larger classes that a lot of times we teach. Um, yeah. When I, I started wanna... doing cave, I, I have this phenomenal instructor in Mexico who did my cave training and his briefings are amazing, you know, um, and he doesn't let you get ahead of yourself. He has you break down everything. And, and as in, in whatever we're doing, you know, even if we're a professional diver, if we take a new course, we always want to go to that minute where we screwed up. You know, that's where our head goes. Oh, my God, I blew it. Right. And and he will make you go from the beginning to the end. I, I think he takes notes underneath the water because he literally <laughs> remembers everything. Um, but it makes you just slow everything down and remember and become really aware of the dive. So just those really great briefings and taking your time just is, uh, is priceless. I think that's awesome. And I really, even with the big classes that we have at first, I was like a little nervous, right? Because I had only taught in the tropics before, which is like four people max usually, because usually I won't have a dive master with me on those, but with the big classes and having a dive master, I feel like it has taught me, how to be a better instructor and really hit on the most important points mm. in its brief and going through equipment. And even though sometimes it feels like, okay, like, you know, we got to go, go, go. I do remember like, okay, if you need more time, we're going to build that in there and we'll figure out a way to tack on an extra day. Usually like, thankfully our shop, we have a surplus of time to teach even the big classes, which I'm really thankful for. Because even with those, once you get the hang of it, you're by the end and you're like, oh, we only have dive five left and we have an entire night. Who wants to practice? Who wants to do this? Who wants to do that? And so I do, I am thankful for the surplus of time, even with 
the big classes and the fact that we kind of run our own weekend schedule to a big degree that if someone needs more time in the ocean with the bigger class, like we can go back out with them. Or maybe someone didn't really hit every single skill on dive two. We could say, hey, if you have time, do you want to stick around for another dive real quick? And we can get back out there and try again. Or maybe let's go to the pool this week and get some extra work in. And that's lovely. One of the things I hear a lot on my group is, is I failed. Mm. I walked away from my confined water and they failed me, you know, uh, to the point where some, some people have told divers not to come back. Like they're just done, which I'm, which horrifies me uh, because I really think that everybody can get this. It just maybe takes a little bit more time to, I, I was the worst person in the class. I'm embarrassed. I don't want to be there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just worthless in the water. And, and those are the people that we just kind of bring in. Those are going to be our most, they're going to be our best divers, our most loyal divers, the divers that dive with us forever, you know, just because they struggled so hard to get it. They're going to be the ones that do this forever. These are the ones that we want. And bringing up women conversation, I feel like that happens more often sometimes with women who they had an instructor that just didn't fit their needs. And then they come to me or they come to one of the other female instructors at our shop and they're like, this is what didn't work for me last time. And I'm like, okay, we're not going to do that then. We're going to completely change it up. Yeah. And, and it's, it's easy. If a student isn't getting something, it's up to us to think outside of the box and find a way for them to get it. You know, I just have to change my teaching style for them. Well, thank you so much again for coming on and giving us the chance to pick your brain about scuba and women in scuba and just being an instructor. Well, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Cindy. Thank you. Have a great night. All right. You too. Bye. Bye. Just to kick off our Women's Dive Day episodes, full of interviews, but just full of women's perspectives in the dive industry and how great it is to be able to empower other young women that want to become divers and even be in the dive industry someday. So without further ado, Emily, are you excited to be back on? (laughs) I am so excited to be back on the Free Descent podcast. Uh, Number two, here we go. (laughs) Woo! If you guys haven't already, go ahead and listen to our shop talk where we had Emily on. And that was like at the very beginning when we started. Yeah, that was dive four. We're now on dive nine. So Emily, you're now a recurring guest. Wow. (laughs) I love that. As you should be, honestly, though, because you're one of my other favorite women in diving and you are one of our bosses, I guess. You're our manager. Yeah, so thank you again for coming back on. And I guess we can start off with what kind of diving have you been doing lately? So lately, I have been doing a lot of classes diving. So a lot of like multiple dives in a day um, with students. I've been doing a lot of the advanced classes. So I've been doing like a lot of navigation dives, which is is fun. Oh, that's I love. 
yeah I like the advanced classes because I feel like I always learn something new too I'm like whoa that is an interesting way to navigate a square I'm gonna try it sometime (laughs) you know with that being said in your opinion what is more difficult teaching open water students or teaching advanced open water students who maybe you haven't seen in the water before I mean I think every class is gonna have its own like challenges um so I don't think either one is more difficult I think they're just different um things to focus on in each class Yeah, for sure. That's a great answer. I totally agree with that is that sometimes, you know, each class is a little bit different on that note, but also kind of moving into women's dive day. What has kind of been the ratio of your classes so far this year? Have you had a lot of women? Have you had women of all ages? What have you seen as far as like women getting more into diving? Um, I would say that my classes are generally it's like usually like 80 20 so like 80 percent men 20 percent women um rarely have I seen like a different ratio Um, I feel like my classes have been more heavily women based this year than last year or even than I've seen when I dive in the tropics or whatever, I have been seeing a lot more women coming into diving and of all ages, honestly. And like, sometimes it's a wife, sometimes it's a girlfriend of someone who maybe like their spouse is really into diving and they wanted to also try it too. But I've seen way more often that the girlfriend or the wife is the one that's into diving and they want to try it out and it's their thing. And maybe the partner is like, tagging along (laughs) but that's always interesting yeah Yeah, well I think also with classes it's just like I'm sure there's classes that exist that are like majority women it's just kind of like the hand you're dealt it's like you get your students and that's who you have and maybe I'm just have the same ratio (laughs) every time they do it on purpose (laughs) (laughs) maybe wait you're the one that's classes though (laughs) well I can't I can't decide who signs up for them (laughs) that's not I don't have that in my power so with that being said being that diving as we like have known it since it's been around has been a male dominated industry where do you fit into that how how do you navigate through a male dominated industry so it's it's definitely something that I have like familiarity with like previously. So before diving and before I was doing anything in aquatics, I was um, an industrial design major, and in almost every single one of my classes, I was the only woman. Um, and like it can get a little bit exhausting, but it kind of helps you like figure out how to support yourself and how to like seek out supports from other places because it's not necessarily handed to you in the same way so I I feel that in diving I think there's so many strong like women divers out there um, that 
aren't necessarily like right in front of your face when you get into the dive industry. But once you find them, it's like, wow, these uh, women are so powerful. They're so cool. Um, and I want to be just like them. Um, and I can be like, and I mean, I can be my own person influenced by these super awesome women, you know? Yeah, for sure. So. And I think that everyone, even in the dive industry, you'll see that different women have different perspectives on feminism and what it means to be a woman and what it means to be a woman in a male dominated industry. And I think we definitely see that in what we do for sure. And so moving on from that, I would say what what has been your biggest triumph in the male dominated industry that we're in now? And, you know, you've worked at the dive shop for a while now. Obviously you like it. Obviously you keep coming back. What has been your biz- your biggest success? Uh, that's like an interesting question. Cause I, I feel there hasn't been necessarily a moment that has been like, like working I mean yeah getting my instructor certification was like working hard to get that and that was like a super like a a very proud moment for me um but there hasn't been necessarily like one huge accomplishment that I would look at as like my biggest success um but I do feel like having like being present in the dive industry, I like to think that in you two miles, I think makes it feel like a safer place for other women to join. You know, if you look, if you're on the outside and you look in and there's no one like you in something you want to try it, like whether or not the people are welcoming, it can kind of be like, Oh, am I going to like it in there? Like, am I welcome in there? So I don't know. I think one of the, things that I like try to be and I think that I am fairly successful at is uh, making women feel safe in the sport um 100% so and and I hear it sometimes like people that have started to get certified somewhere and they had just like a bad experience and this is like not necessarily like gender based but um had a bad experience with like and we talked about this a little bit but like a really like maybe hard instructor or someone that didn't put in the time to like make them feel welcome um so trying to like be that presence for someone else you know yeah I know that like a lot of women they come into the dive industry and they feel very overwhelmed by an instructor that just doesn't get them and I know I've heard that from many women and they come to me and they're finally like okay if anyone was going to teach me how to do this it was going to be you or if it it was going to be Emily And I'm so glad that I had you guys on my side and as my team. So I know like those kind of moments always make me feel like, wow, okay, this is why I'm here. This is why I'm doing this. And even though it's not always like the easiest for us, we're making it easier for other women and we're making it better for other women. And that is always like a great feeling. So what would you say? Pause pause (laughs) cut 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 (laughs) uh I should have had these printed out but (laughs) I love that we can edit all this video (laughs) so thankfully we're not using the video 
with that with that being said do you think that that is the best part of being a woman in the dive industry or is there a whole other spectrum of exciting things about being a woman in the dive industry I think the best part of being a woman in the dive industry is that the wetsuits that they make for us sometimes come (laughs) in fun colors that is actually a very top complaint I get is that like men's wetsuits don't come in fun colors (laughs) um so I do really appreciate the like teals and the pinks I think it's fun um girl you either are a pink girl or you're a teal blue and there's no in between (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I all my gear is blue um and then one of my dive buddies has all pink and I always feel like we look like cotton candy when we go (laughs) in the water Um, I started doing the all pink thing and then I'm kind of doing like pink and white and that's kind of been fun Ooh, I love that maybe we'll switch it up because the white has gotten dirty so Mm, yeah that happens if I can't find something in blue I'll get it in pink but yeah but that, okay so while that is a perk I would not say that is the best part of being a woman and diving um I think the best part about being a woman and diving is uh you know just like all of it you know I feel super strong when I dive I feel super empowered when I dive um I feel like if I'm out here, anyone can be out here because, you know, the ocean is for everyone. It exists. It's not supposed to be based on gender or like who you are. Everyone should be able to go and explore the ocean. Um, And, and it just goes back into like trying to be that like person for others that if like, maybe if someone who has only known it to be like a male dominated sport, sees us out there in our little pink wetsuits just go, um going our sparkly that. fin like just going for it maybe they'd be like I can do that too you know yeah it is so. always funny when I'm leading a group of students and they're all men and they're all much taller than me and I have my little barbie fins and we're just like trampling through the surf I just wonder what everybody else on the beach is thinking like why are you following her like what are you doing like all these navy guys behind me like what is happening right now <laughs> No, I do think that's good. What did Jake, what was yours that you wish? Oh, yeah. So this is a trend that I think pretty much everyone in the dive industry has noticed at some point or other. Uh, and that is that women tend to be better on their air consumption than men. And I joke it's because women are just better than men. But I think some of the real more scientific answers have to do with physiology and how efficient women's bodies are the size of women's lungs as compared to men but i think a lot of it too is that men tend to get overexcited more easily underwater and we or do our little bit better than you or yeah, because we could stop we could stop with we could we could leave it there the women are just better than than men at diving it's fine i'm fine with that no no that is a true fact though that the air consumption i'm always telling women like you're gonna have less so just plan your dive accordingly to if your buddy's a male just plan on his air consumption being less than yours and you're gonna have to sure his air consumption being more than yours you're gonna he's gonna consume more air than than she is yeah 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 exactly 
You're going to correct her on the Women's Five Day podcast? Oh, don't. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. So um, what would you say motivates you the most to continue in the dive industry? Well, one is that I love diving. Good. So, <laughs> um, and I, you know, I've made it here. I've done a lot and I've made it here. And I just want to keep going. Like, I feel like every time I get in the ocean, I come out a stronger, better version of myself. Um and I just, like, love that feeling. And, you know, I think my hair looks amazing after I dive, too. Ooh. Yeah. Because <laughs> I have the curly hair. The salt, like, kind of, you know, gets it. Those beachy waves. Yep. Um, but, yeah. I know, like, we've talked about in another podcast. But the feeling that I get as a woman just, like, coming up, and feeling so empowered and like wow I did this like I'm in this ocean explorer but then getting to see that on the face of like a young woman yeah that that is like a whole other level yeah and it's also like I love seeing it on the face of another woman that has been told by a man that she's not gonna like diving or it's gonna be too heavy it's gonna be too hard um maybe she should try diving somewhere else like she's gonna get cold you know there's like so many just like sometimes even like offhand comments that are made and it's it's I mean it's not intentional but you know it's part of this like system that exists um that they can add up if you're hearing it from different places you know so being a woman, part of the great part about being a woman and diving is seeing other women in diving thrive. you know like, yeah. we're all here together. We're all doing it, despite sometimes yeah. there being external factors that don't want us there. No, 100%. I think that's a great answer. And I totally get the same, like, I get exactly where you're coming from on that. I guess, like, a great way to end this would be, what do you want to say to young women divers or even like women of all ages that are thinking about diving but they don't know if they can do it physically or mentally like what would you say to women well what i would say is that there have been like so many studies about how like women will only apply to a job if they feel like 90 percent qualified or higher and men will apply to a job if they meet one of the qualifications. <laughs> you know, if they, like, think there's a chance, they'll be like, yeah, I'll do it. There's, like, all these like articles about it. And so it's, like, you, you go know. go to the bar and men just shoot their shot at everything. <laughs> you know, and it's, and it's not necessarily, like, a confidence thing. It, again, is, like, just part of these, like, societal norms that exist. And so what I would say is just go for it, you know, like failure is a part of life. You're probably not going to fail because you're amazing, <laughs> but failure is a part of life. So just go for it. And um, you might end up really loving it and you might not, but at least like you tried um, and don't let other people 
bringing down about trying something that has traditionally been a male dominated area, you know? Yeah. Not even just diving, but anything. not even just diving. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Well, that's been, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on and answering a couple questions for us and just giving your, giving us, you know, your opinions on what it means to be a woman in diving. And I'm so excited that we're posting this on women's dive day. And I don't know if you're going to be diving on women's dive day, but I'll be out there. And oh yeah. July 15th. July 15th. That's Saturday. We're recording this weekend, but yeah, we're, we're going to be posting it on July 15th. So it should be coming out today. And we're just really excited that everyone's taking the time to listen to it. Yes. And more women should dive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on, Emily. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for having Uh, me. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good day. Let's welcome on Lydia. First, I want to say I'm so excited that we are recording in person for the first time in a long time. So that's cool to see everyone's faces. <laughs> it is nice to be back in person. Yeah, for sure. So Lydia, welcome. This is our first time having Lydia on and we're so excited. So yeah. Lydia, introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Lydia. Lydia <laughs> and I were dive masters together. We became instructors together. And then I haven't seen you since. Yeah, I don't know what I've been doing, but just work. Well, you've been working. You you work for a dive equipment manufacturer, mm-hmm. and they have sort of monopolized your time lately, which is okay. Yes. We're, we're, we're going to allow it for the meantime, but you have to come back and work with us, too. That's the rule. Okay. So I would say... <laughs> I would say, for starters, tell us a little bit about your dive career, how you got started, and where you're at with it now. Okay, um, I moved out from Boston to start diving here because I wanted to dive in warmer waters. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you moved from Boston to San Diego to do that? Yes. Okay, yeah. So the water is slightly warmer. Um, and then I got my degree in marine science, so I wanted to like hug animals underwater. You wanted to hug them and yeah. touch them? Which didn't pan out, obviously. Because yeah. <laughs> what what's like the first thing we tell all our students when we go to the shores? Don't touch don't them. Touch them. <laughs> but if they touch you, it's a right. reverse hug and it's yeah. okay. Yes, that's true. So that's, that's kind of, I give them the eyes and hope they do it. Uh, they don't do it. Um. <laughs> if you'll notice, Lydia is probably going to be the funniest guest that we ever have on. So please just go with us here. Yes. So Lydia... <laughs> How have you celebrated Women's Dive Day in the past, and what are you doing this year? Um, my first Women's Dive Day I did with Ocean Enterprise, and I got dressed up and went underwater, and my hat floated away. What did you dress up as? Um, I just had a straw hat. You, so no. you didn't really you dress didn't up? You didn't really dress up. <laughs> I had glasses, too, but they obviously floated away. Everything floated away, and I was just became a diver. <laughs> oh my gosh. So you just littered. Yeah. Well, someone found everything. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, okay, but good. we, we kind of like pulled it back in and stuffed it in our trash bag thing, mesh bag, and just kept on our dive. Um, last year, I don't remember what I did, but this year, hopefully I'm going to go diving. You want to nice. come diving with me? Yeah, but it's really hot outside. It is hot. Well, she we'll wants to dive with a woman. <laughs> 
You can put, you can dress up. <laughs> Not that we'll discriminate. It's 2023. I'll wear a dress. If you guys want to come with me, I'm teaching a class, and teach a class. I would okay. love to have you know a couple extra hands if you'd like to tag along. I'm not working this weekend. I'm dying this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll see you out there regardless. So, Lydia, what would you say Women's Dive Day means to you, and why do you view it as an important part of the community? Oh. Um, yeah, let's get serious for a minute here. I know. I hit hard. Um, I think Women's Dive Day is important because in an industry that's kind of mainly men it's nice to just have like some focus on women just for like a quick sec um (laughs) women in science yay you know so isn't that how it always is just that you know it's nice we get we get one day one day (laughs) i will i will say it's probably for at least for us it's more than a day because a lot of our mentors are women yeah um and we've been very lucky to have them as mentors Mm -hmm. they're fantastic um but, uh, you know, it's, it's nice when we all can come together for a day, for sure. The industry is mainly That's true. That's men. very true. I work with men. At your 9 to 5 your, job. Yeah, yes. yeah. All the sales reps are men. But it is cool, like Jake's saying, is that at our actual dive shop that we work for in San Diego, we do have quite a few women. I mean, there's me, you, Emily, and then a big mentor for all three of us is amazing. She's spearheading the women's dive industry. And we also have a couple more that we do work with on a day-to-day basis. So I feel like our shop does a pretty good job of trying to incorporate women, women, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Um, So just to move on from that, with it being classically male dominated in the dive industry, who would you say encouraged you the most to pursue diving as a woman? Um, I think that I wanted to continue getting my certifications, so I think I kind of did it for myself, but also some of the staff at Ocean Enterprises helped push me, um, just to continue my cert since I did like diving, and then I think it was maybe everybody in the shop who was a DM decided to do the class together, so that was really cool to just have, like, our whole shop move forward together, um, and... Would you say seeing other women in diving that were maybe more advanced than you, as well as women at your level continuing, pushed you to continue and pursue a career in diving? Yeah, definitely. The women definitely helped me keep getting better. But I also wanted to be better than the guys because they're always like, oh, look at my buoyancy. It's so good. I don't touch anything. And I'm like, cool. Look at my buoyancy, too. I also don't touch anything. I just and I'd be better doing it. Yeah, and I saw your <laughs> knee hit. So. And, and I'm wearing pink. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to just point out that pink is not a female color. Well, my gear's all navy, but. Ooh, that is true. I like your gear. I like that it's all I navy. I like to be stealth, but I wear ankle reflectors so people don't lose me. They can still find my legs. You actually inspired me to get ankle reflectors because my straps, my ankle straps broke, so I got when them. when you wear all black... You look like a student, and I'm short, so people sometimes think I'm a student. Oh, all the time. And then I have to be like, actually, open your eyes, please. Me, look at my ankles. Me, all the time. <laughs> Everyone always thinks I'm a student, or I'm taking a class, or it's my first day out in the water. They're like, hi, are you 16? Actually, I'm sure. not. But I'll take the student discount. Yep. <laughs> there you go. 
you know, make it work for you. So with so many women encouraging you, do you find it your place to encourage other young women or women just getting started in diving? I don't think that I really push too hard on like one sex versus the other. I just go by their skills. It doesn't really matter to her if it's a male or a female. It's if someone has a passion and they're a great diver, she's going to push them no matter what. And I think that's a very good answer that everybody should really live by and go by. We all blow bubbles. <laughs> yep. And I think the last question, <laughs> this is Jake's question, but what is the best part about being a woman in diving? Well, all the fins fit me, so that works out well. All the, the fins, the fins fit, fit you? What do you mean? Mm -hmm. What? what? Do you mean? Well, we're currently out of stock in larges, but I'm a medium, so that works great. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and men stereotypically and, have bigger yeah. feet. Than, and they're always so, large or extra large, so uh, I can pick funny. from all the sizes, and they only get back order. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely an answer that we're going to get from someone who works in the in, equipment yeah, industry. Yeah, right, when you work, in, when you work in, in, in dive retail equipment. Anything else that's great about being a woman in diving? Oh, like sometimes I can just do two dives on one tank and sometimes like I have to like lend some of my air to other people because they just drink too much. Like men? Yeah. Drink too much air. Yeah. Yes. Just clarifying, <laughs> we're not clarifying. talking about like whiskey. <laughs> yes. Thank you no, for clarifying. No, that's that's my favorite. That's my favorite statistic about diving. That mm -hmm. women are stereotypically better with their air consumption than men. Well, Lydia, thank you so much for coming on and giving us a little, you know, letting us pick mm -hmm. your brain about mm -hmm. women in diving and women's dive day. Thanks for having me. All right, and there we have it. Thank you all so much for coming on and listening to our Women's Dive Day episode. I have loved this so much in all of these interviews. This is easily my favorite episode yet, and I can't wait to keep having more and more influential women on to the podcast on Free Descent. This has just made my heart explode with passion for diving and passion for what diving can bring into the lives of young women, new women divers, and just women all over the dive industry. So please give us a like, give us a follow on all of our social medias. Subscribe if you haven't already on whatever you're listening to the podcast on, whatever platform you're listening on. And yeah, with that, I will go ahead and conclude this amazing episode with all of these great interviews. Thank you so much. Again, I'm Miles and this has been Free Descent. <laughs>